Welcome to the Tradies in Business podcast with your hosts, Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Divert your phone and grab a brew as Waz and Nick unpack tips, tales, secrets and stuff-ups from guests both inside and outside your trade. Helping educate and inspire you to break the cycle of gut-busting and money stress and create a true trade business. G'day, Coxie. This meeting is being recorded. This was. We're going to turn it into a podcast. <laughs> Howdy, listeners. It is Friday. It's actually Friday as we record this, and it's Friday as this episode is released. And a hot minute since we had a Friday episode. It's been a little while since we got our potty mouths on on the podcast, Coxie. It has been a while. So, in true fashion, please cover your children's ears. <laughs> if you're using this episode to put your kids to sleep in the car, now would be a time to pick something else. Like, I don't know what other podcasts are sleepy and boring, but. Oh, maybe crime podcasts. My kids like listening to those. Right. Mm. Do they, are they like age appropriate crime podcasts? <laughs> no. No, they're, they're all adults now. They're allowed to listen to whatever they like, according to the law. Your kids are all grown up. Yeah. At least, at least by age anyway, Coxie. Well, that, isn't that a true statement? So, yes, today is a Friday episode, which we haven't done for a while, and we have decided to roll out another Fuck It Friday. We need a, a cool thing like Nat's What I Reckon, you know, with the weird voicey thing where it's like, <laughs> I'm going to find You've something. Done You've done it before. You did it to me on a video. I did. <laughs> did give you a weird voice and it was it so funny for us. Uh, yeah, nobody else laughed. <laughs> we thought it was hilarious and that's important to you and I. Yes. And in a in a COVID world, I think a lot of us do exist in a bit of an echo chamber, Coxie. We, we sort it really of feels that way. Isolated. We hear ourselves a lot. Um, we see lots of people online hanging out in their own groups and agreeing with each other and therefore that makes them right. Uh, whichever side of the fences that you sit on. I think there's multiple fences mm, and everyone's agree. just kind of straddling many paling fences all at once. It's all very confusing. Yeah. So on the subject of confusion, in today's Fuck It Friday episode, we thought, fuck it, let's talk about the good old wanky pivot. Can we come up with a new name, something a little bit more exciting than pivot? Pivot just makes me want to, I don't know, listen Vomit. to you know, dragging <laughs> down a, a chalkboard. Uh, pirouette. Pirouette. Time we to pirouette, tradies. Yeah, I want, see, <laughs> I want to see some tradies in uh, cat boots uh, pirouetting on site. Does anybody wear cat boots anymore? I see a number of them getting around my local trade centre. Or are they on? Yeah. Well, well see, they I... They look like tradies. Uh, see, I go to the, the Bunnings Alternative, which is where the real trade goes to, and I drive in the trade entrance to go and buy stuff. Uh, for my property. And... We have a name for people like you. <laughs> Sneaky bastards that um, go in the back door. Yeah, anyway. That uh, and I do see some of the local builders in there. And um, yeah, lots of them wear the, maybe that's just a Tassie thing. No, no, Because it's I, always I, so frigging wet down here. Yeah, fair point. I, um, I can't say I've seen too many tradies wearing cap boots. Plenty of boots though of course naturally we're all wearing steel cap some things mm. and i wouldn't say there's a trend one way or another and cap boots yeah 
I don't even know how we got on to cat boots, but that's pretty typical <laughs> for a fucking Friday episode. Yeah, just uh, strap yourself in, listeners, for a meandering rant about bullshit, uh, including pirouetting and, come on, Coxie, tell me, what is the name you have for people like me, in inverted commas? I love that. In a COVID world, that's choice to talk about people like you. <laughs> Weekend wankers. Weekend wankers, awesome. Yep. We don't go to any of the supplies because the weekend wankers are there on the weekend. And tell me, I'd love to hear from the tradies. Please tell me I'm wrong. We all roll our eyes. We see them all come with their trailers. They drive into the trade entrance. You know that they're not tradies. They're just there to pick up some stuff to do their own projects. And they do have a name, Weekend Wankers. But I want to hear what your name is. Please let me know. Drop a comment or come and share it on Facebook and let us know what you call the weekend warriors. We're, we're out to create some more divisiveness amongst human beings. <laughs> <laughs> Lighthearted fun. Lighthearted fun, yes, indeed. And it should, it should be seen as that, Coxie. I think it's important that taking the piss is... Um, is seen for what it is, and I think it, that goes on both sides, and this is not what we were going to talk about today, but it is a fuck it Friday, so we'll just fuck it, I'm going to talk about whatever I want. Uh, <laughs> I love a good piss take. Yes, and me too. I love, I love taking the piss out of someone, and, I, and I'm all up for someone taking the piss out of me. It's a little bit of, it's like a friendly arm wrestle or a good footy game or something, you know? It's like, it's a bit of competitiveness and it's a bit of, you know, who can get the, the best shot in. Uh, and unfortunately, I feel like if you take the piss these days, I think there's two problems with it. I think one is people take it too far. Yes. And and the piss taking becomes personal. It becomes, it has that that nasty edge to it. Yes. I had someone who used to do that to me years ago and I really, I found it really challenging because it was done with a laugh and a smile and and it was quite funny and yet the way it was delivered, it just, it had that sharp edge to it that you just knew this guy had a problem with me, like really a problem. And I stopped hanging out with that person um, because I just thought, no, that's that's actually getting a bit nasty that's getting a bit malicious there's uh, at least a different tone between the two isn't there yeah and look sometimes it's just a different it's a couple of words yeah. extra or it's the topic and how it's actually used as a piss take and it's hard for me to give specific examples and i think listeners you probably know what i'm talking about maybe you've been on the receiving end of a of a uh yes a, a poisoned piss take a poisoned uh, piss take. We're all yes. about the alliteration today. Yes. Oh, yeah. I love a bit of alliteration, Coxie. <laughs> uh, <laughs> was uses wanky words. So, um, does use wanky words. That was the best I could come up with really quickly. <laughs> and uh, I think, so I think if you're taking the piss, it needs to be done in true jest and without too much of that poison chalice kind of thing. You know, it's, it's just got that nasty edge to it. And then I also think receiving, being on the, the receiving end of a piss take, uh, which I seem to be on the, the the rough end of the pineapple with people's piss takes a lot. Oh, you do a very good job of throwing yourself in front of people so they can take the piss out of you. That's right. That's that's a big strategy of mine in um, social uh, disarmament, if you like. 
uh, and that comes from from my younger years, uh, which we won't go into because this is not a therapy. <laughs> needs to also be okay enough with themselves and accept and appreciate that there's not nastiness in it. You know, it's a bit of a, it's it's like a, an amateur boxing match. You're not there to kill the other person. You're just there to punch them in the head and score some points for a sport. I think but it has, sorry, it, it has some understanding that, goes with that from both sides? I think that's the problem. The understanding's gone or going, and particularly in the younger generations, it is more malicious than it is fun, and that's where it's, it's going wrong. It's meant to hurt. It's like yeah. a nut shot in a boxing match. Like, that's not okay. No. I've um, My kids, my boys play football. They always have. I speak about this all the time. And one of them in particular uh, was a smaller fella, and he's very pale, my little fellow. He's quite pale. He's a little pale boy. He's a pale boy, not so small now that he's all grown up. But he would have the absolute piss taken out of him on the football field. And in older grades at school when he was playing first football, um, still a little fella, played on the wing. So he was right at the brunt of the entire school giving him a hard time either about the colour of his skin or his size on the field. And I don't know I don't know that we did it necessarily as parents or he's just always had it in him because it was always a big part of his life, but he would turn that into a positive for him and then go out and tackle the biggest kid on the field to prove to uh, probably mostly to himself that he was okay and then he could turn around and give him a bit back, which is pretty incredible when we're talking hundreds of boys um, in their final years of school, sitting on the side of a football field and your one little tiny fella turn around and give him a mouthful back because you feel confident about yourself. And yet what I see in him giving that back is they then get nasty. Yep. They say some really horrible things. It starts to mess with people's heads. And I see that mm. time and time again on social media or, you know, in the social interactions I have with our children, we're quite active in their lives. I see it time and time again. And it. I guess the other big thing is... With the invention of social media, we don't get away from that anymore. It's become such a big part of our lives. We don't have the opportunity to come home to our safe spaces where our parents or our siblings or our our partners are making mm. life okay for us because we're so insular and stuck within social media. We're not actually hearing all that other positive stuff in our lives. We're only hearing the horrible stuff that's coming through and it comes through for our kids. And even for people like you and I, we're not adverse to people having a crack at us because they don't like our tone or they don't like the way we do things. Um, we've both been trolled in various ways at various times. And, you know, but it's very hard to break away from that when it's such a big extension on your life now. It's such a big part of lives. But I think particularly for the younger generation, it's really challenging for them to break free from what is it's an extension of their everyday life. It is part of their everyday life in a way we've never seen it before. Um, school, you could come home from school. We all had bullies at school. Goodness, they were shocking. We could talk about that at length through our own experiences and yet we still got to come home where for the most part we at least felt safe. You could run away from the bully yeah. and find somewhere safe. Yes. Whereas now, as you say, Coxie, you can run away and you can and you can run home to your mum and dad and they'll just continue to do it. And look, it's it's such a tricky topic because we choose to 
to stay on social media where they can access us. But sure. that's the way of the world. And for younger people, not even just teenagers, but no. you know, when you haven't developed your own sense of self, which for most people doesn't happen, it certainly doesn't happen in your teens or your 20s, um, you end up on these social platforms and they're still hammering away at you there mm. in secret and with no public accountability for their yeah. words or actions. And I think that's one of the biggest things that shits me about it is if you if you talk smack at someone at school or in the workplace, there's other people there that are going to hear it and probably, well, certainly not enough. And there will still be someone who is willing to say, hey, mate, get, fucking give him a bit of a break, will you? That's getting a bit harsh. Someone maybe, or there's at least the risk as the perpetrator that someone might do that and I'm going to be seen. So there's that kind of, that social pressure. But online, there's none of that. In fact, it's the opposite seems to happen is everyone jumps on it and goes, ooh, here's a fight. I'll get in and jump in with the person who I think, you know, is going to make me feel better about myself or some shit. So I don't understand it. I don't understand where it comes from. And yet I, I've seen it on particularly commercial sites. Sorry to call out the commercial building industry. And yet I feel in time, over time, there's been a culture issue. I still think there is in some places now where, you know, it's just, it's kind of a, I think, look, if I think back to my day, it was a rite of passage to have the shit taken out of you as the apprentice, right? You were sent off to get the stripey paint or the left-handed screwdriver or whatever the hell, just stupid shit. But that was a bit of fun and it was done in jest. There are times when it's taken too far and you become the brunt of some pretty horrific practical jokes. I've seen some pretty horrible stuff. Um, mm. Even now, you know, as a mum with three boys in the construction industry, I hear some horrible stories. I see some terrible social media videos and then that continues on. So I do feel like that is still going on, perhaps not to the extent that it was, you know, a, a short time ago uh, within the commercial construction world, but I do still think in those areas there's a, there's that pack mentality, you know. Yeah, we're on that's time. exactly it. We've got that asshole foreman that's picking on the newest hire and whether we think the newest hire is okay or not, we're just going to jump on the bandwagon because it guarantees us a sense of security in some way or not. That's that right. poor bastard has to put up with that continual bullshit at work, but then it continues online in his own safe space where he should be okay or she should be okay. Mm. Certainly seen this as, as female tradies going to site. I'm a member of many groups speak with many female tradies who go through this consistently. The sexual harassment is fucking appalling to say the least. And it's still consistent now in 2021. It still blows my mind. And again, like anything else, that that is continuing online. Like they're, they're being, the perpetrators are following them into that online space and continuing to harass them there. I don't even mm. know how we got into this topic, but it is a big one. Well, we talked about pirouetting in a pair of cat boots, uh, which only weekend wankers wear, apparently. <laughs> so now we're picking on everyone. Yeah, and and this is the thing, Coxie. It's, uh, it's actually why I wanted to talk about the pivot um, in trade businesses is you and I were having a private conversation about the um, <clears throat> current events in the world, which are interesting to say the least. And I don't know, it's, it's getting to the stage now where for us as content creators coming to you listeners with content, 
we have to make decisions about what we talk about, what we don't. Do we talk business tips? Do we talk mental health? Do we talk about relationships? You know, Nick and I obviously discuss our content and we have a loose plan about what we want to bring to you, what we think you're going to get value out of. And so we really do appreciate the feedback that you give us as a listener to this podcast. And there are some topics that throughout the the ages, throughout the decades, are just you just leave them alone as as content creators or broadcasters or public figures or business people or whatever. And you generally just accept it. Well, you leave those alone because it's just not worth getting into the controversy because people are polarized or they're very inflammatory issues or whatever. And now in 2021, it's kind of like, fuck me, is there anything I can talk about without raising an angry mob? Uh, (laughs) So what the hell do we talk about? And then we all just become castrated and... And, and you know, gagged because uh, we're not allowed to have an opinion about anything because that makes us a bad person just because we had an opinion or we asked some questions about stuff. And whether that's from bullying to, you know, wage rates or safety boots or where you should buy your timber for your chook shed on the weekend, <laughs> uh, you know, it's like, oh, I can't really talk about that. Yeah. You know, once upon a time, it was religion and politics. That was about it. Yeah. I think they're the safe topics now. I almost feel like they are. Because <laughs> collectively, actually, no, you and I have um, had, uh, not personally, you and I together had ding-dongs about politics, but we've certainly been part of other conversations about politics that didn't go the way we would like them to go. And it's just I think the time has come where everybody's opinion is valid for them and we forget to respect the opinions of others. It's okay that I don't agree with someone. That's okay. And I actually probably prefer often those conversations because I get to learn about a different point of view. Now, I might not take it on. In fact, most of the time I probably won't. However, I do, with the right questioning, get to understand where they're coming from or where where they've stumbled upon their point of view or how they became so passionate about it. And they're interesting conversations talking to the same people about the same stuff and things not changing or not being open to different possibilities is actually really boring and not challenging for me I'd far rather to be personally challenged over even my own beliefs tell me why you feel the way you do or tell me why that's your experience rather than getting stuck into having to follow the sheep in front of me I'm just not interested in being like everybody else and I don't aim to stand out from a crowd either, which is why I don't talk about a lot of things that I think or feel, but I'm okay enough within myself to have a challenging conversation with someone that I don't necessarily agree with, which means we're all open to more communication, more ideas. I don't need to come and troll you off online because I don't agree with what you're saying. No. And I imagine where the human race would be if, if we'd all just agreed with each other from the start. If if nobody ever asked any questions, like think about it, listeners. Think back, back before the industrial revolution, before electricity, before space travel, before science. I think a lot of us forget that this whole thing about science. And I'm sorry if I just triggered anybody uh, using that S word, science. Uh, science actually wasn't a thing not so long ago. It was all down to what, you know, the religious leaders and the politicians said, and that was held to be true. And 
maybe there's some similarities with what's going on now. But anyway, <laughs> should we bleep that bit out, Coxie? No, fuck it. Leave it in. <laughs> and, and the thing is, people started asking questions like, well, are witches real? Mm. Do we need to burn these people at the stake? Uh, you know, people had the courage to start to just question things and spark some free thought and some some inquiry into stuff. It's like, well, how does this work? And what if we what if we stopped building houses out of mud bricks? Could we do it cheaper? Uh, <laughs> you know, could we? I don't know. Solve some of these issues that we're seeing by thinking differently. Fuck me, we wouldn't be here talking on a Zoom call to each other 2,000 miles apart and broadcasting this to thousands of people across two countries. Well, more than that, actually. I think six countries we have listeners in now. Uh, if it wasn't for that willingness to just question things, mm. that healthy skepticism, the, the actual definition of skepticism, which is to simply question things from that point of view of, is this true? Is it best? What else could we do? It's the triangle of possibilities that we bang on about with our tradiepreneur clients, Coxie. I was about to say the same thing. It really comes back to the same principle that we talk about every day in one form or another, just being open to possibility. Simple. Because if, if we're closed to that, if, we, if we're not willing to consider possibilities, then either individually or collectively as a society, we might as well just go and stick our heads in a bucket and listen to our own voice. And that's what you're going to get. You just get the echoes of yourself and the people that you think support your beliefs. And I just, I feel like that misses the, fuck me, it misses the point of life, is is to grow and experience and, and you know, have that variety and and stimulation since boring as batshit just blindly following everything but then that's my opinion and maybe you don't agree with me listeners and that is totally cool i don't hate you for it no we're not offended when somebody doesn't like what we do it's just life isn't it i tried to explain this to my soon-to-be 10 year old daughter recently she she started asking questions about uh, you know, why do we have these um, issues? My word, not hers. But, you know, the issues in the world and, you know, why can't we travel and why do we wear masks and all this sort of stuff. And, and it got into this very interesting conversation about people being offended about things. Um, and she was trying to understand what that meant. And it really highlighted for me how much of a, um adult concept being offended is. And it... <laughs> and I'll probably offend some people for saying this, which is your choice, listeners, to be offended. It is. It's a personal choice. I choose whether I want to react negatively to something or not. And I, I did a video for our, our tradiepreneurs recently about a business owner who chose to respond to a particular very challenging, potentially stressful situation in their business, and he consciously chose a response, perhaps somewhat grudgingly, <laughs> and rather than react in an emotive, 
knee-jerk, mindless fashion, he chose to respond more consciously and mindfully. He's still pissed about the thing that's happened. And he's aware of his behavior and how it compounds the situation and could actually make it catastrophic, really, for more than just the, the couple of people involved. So that's, I mean, that's what happens when we choose to be offended. We're, we're choosing a response, except we're doing it mindlessly in a lot of situations without even thinking about, why am I being so upset about this? Why, when someone takes the piss out of me, am I allowing myself to be so, you know, personally attacked, et cetera, et cetera, instead of just going, whatever. Like, like it, it is just, it is that simple and yet it's not easy. It is such a hard thing to do. It's incredibly difficult and yet you've just highlighted a very real truth. We don't have to believe what others think of us. We make a choice to believe it or we make a choice to take it on board or we make a choice to accept their opinion of who we are or, or how we appear or, or a multitude of other things. We don't have to accept it. We don't have to give it credence. We can laugh it off or we can just walk away from it. What's wrong with actually just calling it and walking away from it? We don't have to mm. remain in that space anymore. And I think that that's something that we forget. And it's most definitely challenging to forget when it is on your social media, when it's following you everywhere and just turn it off because when you don't respond, people go away really quickly. They get bored and they move on to the next target. Um and, yeah, I think we've got to call out that behaviour too. I also feel like it's time to call out that bullying behaviour to stop it where we see it, to make people aware that it's going on so more people can join you to call it out so that we can change some of those narratives instead of us always relying on the person that's being pushed around to make different choices. I mean, they have every right to be on social media too. So it's certainly a complex issue, not one we've mm. ever wanted to stray into before, and yet here we are today. Well, I think just asking some questions as well, Coxie. It's 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 uh, something that I have tried to do in my life because uh, I haven't always had my shit together, and have had some pretty pretty dark days in my life. And something I've tried to do is just to ask more questions. Mm. And you know, I'm grateful for for the challenging relationship with my dad. Um, one of the things that I am grateful for out of all that is he did always teach me to ask questions. Mm -hmm. So just ask some questions, you know, just just some healthy skepticism and that sort of uh, curious inquiry into is this real? Is it right? Is it best? Is it is it what's, you know, is it what I actually want to follow? Um, how is this going to affect me in five years? Am I going to look back on this in 20 years' time and think it was a great idea? Like it's just asking some quality questions about our thoughts and our behaviours before just blindly going off like a firecracker in your bonfire. Yeah, but I didn't do that. fun sometimes. <laughs> Let's be honest, that is fun sometimes. Uh, so we didn't talk about pivots and I don't think I, don't think I want to anymore, Coxie, because pivots no. are boring. We I'd pivoted. rather talk about piss-taking and triggering people. And <laughs> we pivoted and that's okay. Oh, my, oh my gosh, Coxie, you've just put a big shiny bow on this episode. Okay. We just pivoted. Inside of a podcast episode, listeners, how cool is that? <laughs> we do it all the time. <laughs> we hope you've enjoyed uh, another Fuck It Friday, first in a long time. Uh, big break from these episodes. And uh, what questions would you like us to ask, listeners? So just let us know. Give us some feedback. We love to hear from you. Let us know what you think. Thanks for listening. 
You've been listening to the Tradies and Business Podcast with Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Find out more about today's guest, tools for your trade business and other cool stuff at tradiesandbusiness.com.au.